Hello, and thank you for downloading this programme from Starry Decisis Radio, where we discuss all the judgments of the United Kingdom Supreme Court. My name is Mark Tottenham. In this show, I shall discuss the case of Gohill versus Gohill, which was decided by the Supreme Court on the 14th of October 2015. The citation for the case is 2015 UKSC 61. This case was heard together with a similar case of Charland and Charland, but the judgments were delivered separately, so I'm going to discuss Charland in a separate programme. The key issue in this case, and in the Charland case, concerns non-disclosure of financial information by a husband in family proceedings. In each case, the parties entered into a consent agreement, which the wife later sought to set aside. What is interesting about this case is that the Court of Appeal took the view that the case could not be reopened before the High Court, but should have been brought as an appeal. As we shall see, the Supreme Court took a different view. The essential facts of this case are as follows. Mr and Mrs Gohill had been married in 1990. They separated in 2002 and divorce proceedings ensued. The husband, Mr Gohill, was a solicitor, and he had provided an, assen- an alleged list of his assets in the divorce proceedings. This purportedly showed that his liabilities outweighed his assets to the tune of about £300,000. The couple entered into an agreement whereby he would make a lump sum payment to his wife of £270,000, as well as annual payments of £6,000 per year. This agreement was made in order of the court. However, it was clear that the wife already had doubts as to the veracity of his statement of assets. This is shown by recital number 14 to the agreement, which stated as follows... Open quotation. The wife believes that the husband has not provided full and frank disclosure of his financial circumstances. Open brackets. Although this is disputed by the husband. Close brackets. But is compromising her claims in the terms set out in this consent order despite this, in order to achieve finality. Close of quotation. Needless to say, this became an issue in the later proceedings. In 2005, after the settlement had been reached, Mr Gohill was charged with money laundering offences. He was convicted in 2010 and sentenced to a 10-year prison sentence. Perhaps as a result of this, the wife decided to apply to the High Court to have the 2004 order set aside on the grounds of her husband's non-disclosure. The case was heard in 2012 in the High Court by Moylan J. He heard eight days of evidence in relation to the matter. The evidence appears to have taken two forms. In the first place, there was evidence of the husband's criminal affairs. Moylan J made an order against the Crown Prosecution Service for disclosure of the documents they held in relation to the husband's financial affairs. The Crown Prosecution Service sought to appeal this order and a stay was placed upon it. Nonetheless, it seems that evidence of his criminal activities was opened before the judge and relied on by him in making his order. The court also heard evidence of assets held by the husband that were unconnected with the criminal proceedings. Most notably, the husband's father gave evidence by video link from India. His evidence suggested that by 2004, the husband owned two apartments in Bombay, two expensive cars, and funds and bank accounts in Mauritius, Gibraltar and Switzerland. None of these had been disclosed to the wife at the time of the settlement. While the husband denied these assets, he was unable on cross-examination to explain certain inconsistencies between these denials and other business dealings. Having heard all of this evidence, Moylan J accepted that there had been material non-disclosure and made an order setting aside the 2004 settlement. The Court of Appeal then heard two appeals in relation to the case. 
On the application of the Crown Prosecution Service, it overturns the order of the High Court granting disclosure of the material from the criminal proceedings. In the Supreme Court, it was accepted that no evidence from the criminal proceedings should have been considered in the family proceedings. The Court of Appeal also allowed the appeal of the order setting aside the 2004 settlement. They held that it had not been appropriate for the wife to ask the High Court to set aside the order. They held that it was properly the matter of an appeal and that she should have applied to the Court of Appeal for an appeal out of time. By applying to the High Court, they held, she was seeking to circumvent the rules on introducing new evidence on appeal. This was the issue that proceeded to the Supreme Court and there were three questions that were dealt with by the court. First of all, whether the recital of non-disclosure in the original agreement barred the wife from seeking to set it aside at a later date. Secondly, they asked whether the Court of Appeal had been correct in holding that the wife should not have brought the case to the High Court. And finally, they asked whether it was appropriate to reinstate the order of the High Court of 2012, setting aside the order of 2004. The lead judgment in the Supreme Court was delivered by Lord Wilson. He swiftly disposed of the issue concerning the recital in the agreement. He stated that a party to proceedings was under an obligation to the court to make full and frank disclosure of his or her resources. He said, open quotation, one spouse cannot exonerate the other from complying with his or her duty to the court, end of quotation. So the wife's acknowledgement of non-disclosure did not prevent her seeking to set aside the agreement. He went on to criticise the Court of Appeal's judgement, which suggested that the wife should not have brought her case to the High Court, but to seek to appeal the 2004 order out of time. Lord Wilson took the view that this was inappropriate, on the grounds that there had been no High Court trial and that the matter had been settled. There was therefore no decision of the High Court to appeal. No evidence had been adduced before the trial court, so the wife had never had an opportunity to present her case. The rules for adducing fresh evidence before the Court of Appeal were not relevant to the case. Notwithstanding that Moylan Jay and the High Court had considered some inadmissible evidence, Lord Wilson took the view that even if he had referred only to the admissible evidence, he would still properly have found that the husband was guilty of material non-disclosure in 2004. Therefore, the wife was entitled to proceed with her application to have the order set aside. This decision was unanimous. However, Lord Neuberger gave a separate judgment considering whether it was appropriate for the Supreme Court to reinstate the order of Moylanjay. He expressed doubts as to whether the order should have been made in the absence of a full hearing on the issue of non-disclosure. However, he referred to the civil procedure rules, which provided that cases should be dealt with expeditiously and at proportionate cost. He was satisfied that Moylan Jay would have found that there was material non-disclosure, even if he had not considered the inadmissible evidence, and that the Supreme Court and any other trial court could only reasonably have come to the same conclusion. Accordingly, the wife succeeded in her appeal, and the matter was returned to the High Court to determine the appropriate provision for the wife. It was noted that the trial judge would have a difficult task in separating out any evidence that might have been given concerning the criminal allegations. In conclusion, it does seem that the Supreme Court reached the fairest decision. It is difficult to see how the husband could have been allowed to benefit from what appeared to be a clear-cut case of non-disclosure amounting essentially to fraud. Thank you very much for listening to this programme. If you have any comments, please see the Starry Decisis Radio Facebook page or Twitter account. 
And if you have enjoyed the programme, please tell your friends and colleagues about Starry Decisis Radio. Goodbye.